This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, business storytellers. Hey, how's everyone doing? Today, we're going to talk about magazines. And for all you people out there that think I don't like printed things, I love printed things. But here's the thing. If you're going to give me anything printed, I need a bigger font. So don't give me this little bitty font so you can save five cents or whatever it might be. It's probably more. Um, A few episodes ago, it's been a while, um, I think last year. uh, So right now, 2021, August 2021, and maybe April 2020, Joe Polizzi was on the show. And Joe said, companies should do their own magazines. And we had a spirit discussion about that. There is an article on the blog as well that we'll add this podcast to. Um, But I wanted to dive into that topic again because I ran across Reminder Media, ReminderMedia.com, and they produce branded magazines for companies. And that's about as oversimplified as I can say that. So their president is on the show today with us, Luke Acri. Welcome Welcome to this episode. It's awesome to be here. Appreciate you having me, Christoph. And that is, is that a reminder media shirt even? Of course it is, man. You got to wear your own swag, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I do I do have my business storytelling um, swag somewhere, but hold on one second. This is within reach. One moment. I love it. Well, I used to wear suits every day to work and then started like, what am I doing? Every time I go, I need to wear my own swag. Let me see what you got. <laughs> so yeah, this is actually from my book, Going Live, live streaming Pocket has a pillow. Oh, that's um, awesome. So- you can order all that stuff on Amazon today. But yeah, don't get me started. I don't want to necessarily wear a suit, honestly, ever, ever again. Um, you, and, but, you and me both, man. You and me both. You know, anyway, I'm not any more productive wearing a tie doing this. So tell me about Reminder Media and the whole philosophy of that brands need magazines. Yeah, so I mean, the concept we got started about 20 years ago. So I joined up with the organization about 12 years ago. A little history behind it is got started actually in the real estate space. Reason we did is because our founder, he was actually going to an open house with one of his friends. And his friend, when they was the one interested, his friend and his friend's wife were the one interested in the house. When they walked in, the real estate agent asked him the question that every real estate agent would ask, which is, hey, do you have a real estate agent? And Bob, his friend goes, well, I do, but I I really can't remember him. I haven't worked with him in a long time. And that dinged the idea in Steve's head that, wow, real estate agents are really missing out on repeat business, which in real estate, anybody who watches this that's in real estate knows there's a lot of commission there on the table that's lost just because you didn't stay top of mind. And so then the thought process was, well, how do I help people stay top of mind in an effective way? Because most of the marketing out there, it's kind of like lottery marketing, 
where, you know, it's like if it doesn't hit you at the exact right time where you're in the buying mode for whatever on that printed piece or whatever on that email, what do you do? You delete, you toss it. And the concept of going, what if we did something a little higher quality? What if we did a coffee table magazine? Because I hate, I even hate to say it, but regardless of it, the person read it, it would sit on their coffee table, on their countertop, on their bedside table, in the restroom even for weeks and weeks and weeks. And everybody who's in marketing knows the power of branding. Once you see something over and over and over again, and it's delivered through an impactful medium, that's what builds mindshare. And so set out on that journey about 20 years ago. I always tell people, man, God's blessed us. I mean, we've grown this thing to tens of thousands of clients and we have about 300 employees working with us now. And it's been an amazing ride. But the whole power behind what we do is literally to simplify it is send something to your clients, your prospects that they won't throw away, that will make a more an impact with them to where they will see you in a better light because they perceive it as a gift. But at the same time, they hang on to it. So when that time comes that they need your expertise, whether it's real estate, insurance, financial advising, accounting, whatever industry you're in. They think of you and not your competition because you've been sitting on their coffee table staring at them for the last month and a half. So I think that's very kind of you to say everyone in marketing understands the value of branding. I don't know if that's true. I <laughs> wish it was. I know some people are just like, send me a lead. I need 7,000 leads. We had Christina Del Valar on the show and she said, somebody said that to me. We need 7,000 leads this quarter. And she's like, how did you even come up with that number? Like... <laughs> So anyway, I think, yes, I hope so. Everyone, you should understand the value of brain. Now, I do, for my real estate agent, we have no intent of selling our home or buying a home or anything. I'm, I'm just fine being right here for the time being. Um, but our real estate agent, you know, from 10 years ago, we got a card from her every once in a while. And sometimes it's like happy birthday or yep. whatever. Like, you know, I don't keep it. I toss it. But it certainly puts her top of mind um, just because, you know, she was she was in my mailbox. Now, when you talk about creating magazines, so there's really two oversimplified here, right? That's my journalist hat. There's two things. One is the creation. You got to sure. have some stuff in there that's halfway interesting or that at least looks good. And then the second thing is the audience, right? Who are you going to send it to? So you can't make it work with either. I mean, am I oversimplifying things here or how do you feel about that? No, no, I think uh, you're spot on, right? So the the whole value proposition behind the magazine is that you're sending something that's perceived more as a gift or maybe you call it an item of value. So the content is important because you don't want to send something, one, that's poorly done, that's going to represent your brand in a bad way. And you also want to send stuff like our unique concept, just to frame it up from our business, that's what I can speak from, is we actually looked at all these different industries and realized that every business tends to market the exact same way. They tend to go, okay, I'm in business. I have products and services. Let me go out to the world and tell the world about my business, about my products and services, and about who I am. And if you notice a key component about that from a marketing standpoint, it's all me, me, me. And so every bit of our marketing kind of has, it's all about us, and here's what I can give to you, but it's still about me. So we said, well, what if we kind of flip the coin on its head and go, let's just send something to the client that they will enjoy. 
Yes, we're going to brand you and we're going to feature a product and service here or there, but the majority of the content is going to be something that Christophe actually likes, that he would engage with. And the, the concept we were banking on is a concept in, in psychology called the reciprocity effect. We're banking on the fact that if I do something nice and I give something as a gift that's actually quality, that's perceived that way, that Christophe is going to see me in a better light and he's going to eventually want to reciprocate. It's amazing. We actually, on like our social media, from testimonials, from emails, we have recipients of our clients. So their clients email us and go, I have to use Kim again just because I feel like I owe her for all the magazines she's sending me. So it really is that reciprocity effect that we're going with. But to get back to really your initial thought, which is you need to send something that's of value to the client that they would appreciate. And then what we teach our clients to do is also give you something to have a conversation about. So we have um, three different content categories that our clients tend to use. One is lifestyle. The other is healthy living. And the other is like a home and garden. And so if you take the real estate agent, for instance, they're sending this home and garden style type content. It's all around. It's kind of synergistic, right, to what they do. But it's just not promoting listings or just solds or something like that. It's more about, hey, here's some valuable content that I think you would enjoy. Or if you're a financial advisor and you maybe use our health magazine because you want to be health and wealth. Hey, I care about your Christophe and your investments, your portfolio. But I also care about your overall health and your overall living. And I want to be branded as the health and wealth guy and also be able to have a conversation with you more than just about your portfolio and talk to you about things that might be going on in your life to build that relationship. Because it's overused, the age old saying, you got to get people to know, like, and trust you. But a magazine with the right content opens up all these avenues for me to get to know Christophe more and Christophe to know me more. So we can move deeper into that know, like, and trust because I believe fundamentally business is about relationships. How do you get relationships? You get relationships through getting to know people. How do you get to know people? You get to know people through conversations. So you need content marketing that's going to trigger events for conversations for you. And that's what the magazine kind of does and is all about. Yeah, absolutely. And so especially when it comes to home and garden and those kind of things, and even, I mean, let's take podcasting, Right. When do I want to buy new podcasting equipment? Not when I need it. Well, if the camera, but can you, you can hear me okay, right? Yeah, now I can hear you. You cut off there for a second. I cut off. I thought I did. So, you know, when do I buy new stuff? When somebody posts a picture of new stuff, right? When I see it somewhere. So it's the same thing. Like, when do I, when do I start thinking about updating my garden? Not when I'm sitting in it and go, oh, I kind of enjoy sitting out here. It's when I get something in the mail and I look at it, I'm like, oh, that looks really nice. I, I wonder if I could do that. Exactly. And then also what people don't understand like about business is that, or I shouldn't say people don't understand. They might understand this, but you got to function your marketing in this is 99% of the time you live within your business. So me as the president of Reminder Media, I live and breathe Reminder Media 99% of the time, right? I am, this is what it's about. I'm trying to get people to use our magazines, our products and help them with their marketing and that passion. But my clients, like let's take a real estate agent, insurance agent, financial advisor, right? Some of our three main categories, we actually work in about 140 different industries, but those tend to be our three main. Well, that insurance agent, he's not thinking about marketing, 
99% of the time. That's not where he lives. He lives more in what he does every day. And so translate that same concept for the insurance agent to their clients. Do you think that his clients think about insurance all day long? Do you think they want to think about insurance all day long? Of course they don't. So if you only market to them with insurance products, if you only market to them with collateral all around insurance, guess what happens? What happens is the lottery effect. It's basically, I get an email from the insurance agent. If the promo, if the subject line doesn't hit me with a pain point at the exact right time where I'm in the need for that, I just delete. And that's what I, it's, it's not bad marketing, but that's why the conversion rates are very low. 1%, 2%, right? Normal conversion rates from that type of marketing. But when you look at where real business tends to happen most of the time, it actually comes from your relationships, whether it's your sphere of influence, your current clients giving you referrals, like all these service-based industries. If you go look at the research and the statistics, majority of their business actually comes from the relationships they have. So it, it's kind of counterintuitive for people to think about at first is basically going, you know what? You should actually focus your marketing more on just building the relationship. So when Christophe is in the need for podcast equipment, I've built such a good brand and a relationship with Christophe that he sees me as the podcast guru, let's just say, and the guy who can help him the most with that type of stuff. And you do that not just by blasting down him all day, podcast information. You do that also, but you have to add in things that Christophe and you can actually bond over and have a relationship over. So a little different of a look on it, but that has been insanely successful for us and our clients. And do you recommend the, the magazines? Is that just for specific verticals or does it apply to many different verticals? Um, we've seen it work the best for businesses that are driven from relationships. So if you are a lower ticket item, right, and you're a high volume business transactional it's not as good from a marketing standpoint for that because maybe it's too costly. You don't want to spend $4 per client um, by what you're doing. But if you're in a service-based business, if you are in a relationship-driven business where the value of a client is high and the value of a referral is high, we find it to be really, really effective um, because it you could invest like our magazine to a client, average client moves every 10 years, let's say. You can invest for 10 years for someone, spend a couple hundred bucks, and at a 3% commission of a $200,000 home, which is low end for a lot of markets, is six grand. So you could invest for 10 years in a client and spend a couple hundred bucks on that client. Just in the repeat business, you're making 10 grand or six grand off of that person, let alone over those 10 years, how many referrals could that client bring to you from their friends and family? because you've stayed in front of them and because you've built a relationship with them. So if you're in a service-based business, referral-driven, it tends to work better there. Very, very interesting. So tell me about how, how do we get the content? How do we even know what to share? Is it uh, like, like who comes up with that? Yeah, we do it actually all for you. So I actually, believe it or not, so I mentioned we have like 300 employees. So we have writers on staff, editors on staff. Um, so we... I mean, our team is amazing. I can't take any credit for it. They are the talent. But um, we put together all the content. Then what we do is most businesses, they don't have time to create a bunch of content. 
they might think of having their fully owned custom magazine. But what we find is most people just need some features. So most of our magazines, what we do is we feature you in like six different places throughout the magazine, mostly in the most visual places, the covers, the back covers, there's tear out cards in the magazine, because our concept here is that we'll do all the content for you, high value delivered to your clients, then brand you. And maybe you want to feature, obviously the obvious info, contact information, logos, you know, that type of branding, but maybe you want to feature client testimonials. Maybe you want to feature the listings that you have, the products that you do, a case study, a a write-up on a partnership that you have or something like that, that's then we'll feature that little set and put that with your magazine. And the magazine comes out six times a year. We have found that six times a year seems to be the most effective from both a cost and then a return standpoint. Uh, We hire a firm called GFK. So I think they're the second largest media research firm. But what they do as a third party is they go in and they survey the recipients of the magazine. So my clients would be the business owners but they go and actually survey the recipients. So my clients, clients, and they try to find out key things. They try to find out, you know, what's the power of this marketing. So one of the things they look for is what's the shelf life. They find the shelf life in the home to be about four weeks on average. So you're going to live in the home for about a month. They find the read time to be about 44 minutes uh, per issue. And what I share with people on that, because I think comparisons can be powerful. So I'm a Seinfeld fan, love Seinfeld, right? And so if you look at a Seinfeld episode, a Seinfeld episode is about 18 minutes long. So what I share with people is you're getting two Seinfeld episodes worth of time with that prospect, with that core client from a branding aspect over the course of about a month, which anybody right in marketing knows, wow, that's that's a lot of branding time that you're getting to build that mind share. We find the average person shares it with about three, 3.2 is what they said. People, the average referral rate over 12 months is 58%. So what that measures, right, is because I never like selling on statistics, but I think it encourages people to know there's gold in your database. GFK asked the question to all the survey people, Have you referred your business professional that is sending you the magazine in the last 12 months? And 58% answered yes. And so when I onboard a new client and I do a lot of welcome webinars and stuff, I literally tell them there is gold in your database of people who are willing to refer. And this magazine can be the trigger point for you. And your reason to reach out, that's non-salesy because you can call and say, hey, Christoph sent you a gift. You know, I sent you my magazine, want to make sure you got it, catch up on life and then ask for that referral. And we have seen that work time and time again for our clients. So that gives you kind of a little bit of kind of how we measure it and what we coach on with the magazine. And, you know, I wanted to take the time really quickly. I was just typing it in here because I'm the only producer currently on staff. Um, One way you can get feedback as well, just so you guys know, voxpopme.com, Agile Qualitative Research video surveys. That's my day job. Check them out. Um, so really appreciate oh, that's um, awesome. being able to share that as well. So, okay. How do I know who to even send it to? I have, I'm new. Like I want to do it. I got some customers, but is the only option that I have to bring the customers to, to the table or, or what are there other options? And maybe there aren't, but I don't know. 
No, great question. So majority of our clients send it to their sphere and their core clients to drive referrals. But we have a lot of clients that also send it to what's called like prospecting or a farm area. So we can help you select a list. So we have list building tools that based upon demographic information, geographic information, psychographic information, we can help narrow down your target audience and you can farm and mail to those people. So we have a lot of clients that do that as well. Um, it really depends on what your initiative is, what your goal is. And once our marketing coaches understand your goal, we'll be upfront with you from the beginning of, because we've been at this now for almost two decades. So we, we have a lot of data from what works, what doesn't work, what our top producing clients tend to do. And so we'll give you all that information to try to guide you in the right direction and coach you. Majority of our clients focus this on their top 100, top 200 clients, their advocates. Another uh, scenario that we see played out a lot is high traffic areas. So if you're a business that wants to be in high traffic areas, doctor's offices, hair salons, Mercedes dealerships, limo companies, I mean, it goes on and on and on, all these high traffic locations, you can also mail to businesses. So you can have your magazine in all the doctor's waiting rooms or your magazine in the hair salons or however you want to do it. You can put your magazine there as well, as well as have some shipped to you. So shipping to you is really powerful as a handout. So we have dentists. What they do is they put it in their new patient kit, right? So start healthy, a healthy magazine in their new patient kit that they give out to all their new patients that come in. We have financial advisors that customize it for their seminars. So they're teaching people on estate planning or whatever it is. They got them coming to this seminar as a, I call it a party favor, but as kind of the leave behind, they give them their magazine as well. And they brand it with topics from that seminar on the back cover. We have real estate agents use it at their open houses. So a lot of creative ways you can use it to decide who you're going to send to and how you're going to use it effectively. And so we did a show with, I think it was Eric Van Kerkhove, uh, uh, president of a printing company. And it's, I think it was doing COVID. I mean, COVID is still going on, I guess, but at the, I don't even know if that was the height or now is the height, who knows. But um, back then when everybody was at home and we talked about direct mail, right? And people actually, it feels differently when you go uh, to your mailbox. And I do the same thing. I never get anything in the mail, but I'm still like, oh, I wonder what came in the mail today. <laughs> Crap, nothing, right? Nothing I want to look at. So is that also part of the uh, the benefit of sending this to people? Because, you know, they get it. That might be the only thing they're getting that day. They have it in their hand. Uh, I live in Iowa. It's a little bit of a walk to my mailbox outside of the, the corner of the street. Might be different in other places. But, you know, at the very least, you have it in your hand for some kind of amount of time. Now, nah, you're making you're making a phenomenal point. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service does a lot of research on direct mail, of course, right? Because they are the ones that run that market. So they did a study with Temple University. Um, so they did it, I, I believe it was 2019. Uh, was the last updated study. And really neat stuff came out of that study. One statistic that you're referencing, which is great, is 41% of Americans actually look forward to going and checking their mail. So, I mean, that's a powerful statement in and of itself. And another one that came out that I thought was really unique is like it's seven, I can't remember the exact, if it was 72 or 73% of consumers like and prefer being targeted from an advertising standpoint 
by direct mail. But the most powerful thing that I think comes out of the study that should teach you how to use direct mail, right? Because we're businesses, we want to know, well, when should I use digital? When should I use direct mail? Because my belief system is not one or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. You should have an omnipresent type approach where you're using all these different mediums together and strategically. But direct mail specifically with this Temple University study found that it's more impactful emotionally and is more memorable where they literally studied using neuroscience. They literally measured the eyes. They had readers like red light readers where people's eyes went. They actually did an MRI type scan to study how fast of a recall people would get in this study to did they remember um, a product from a digital advertising faster, or did they remember it from print faster? They put things on people's fingers to sense the heart rate. I mean, this is how intense they study this thing, right? It's like neuroscience or whatever to study people's heart rate, the sweat, all that stuff when they held direct mail versus seeing digital advertising. And they found the biggest thing about print is that there's an emotional component to it. And it makes perfect sense because it's physical. Right. When you're looking at something digitally, it's quicker. So if you want to reach people quick, go digital. If you want to make a more lasting impression, add print. And that's why I think when we coach people and this comes from just two decades of experience, I see, wow, this is really, really powerful. When when you send it to core relationships to make sure they know you appreciate them. It, It really comes across when you're sending your own magazine, it comes across as a gift that you're sending to people. And then this study by Temple University and U.S. Postal Service backs up that there is a more emotional impact there and there's a faster recall. People recall with more confidence, faster, they remember more products that they sold in print advertising than they do products that they see in digital. So a lot of interesting stuff there that plays in to why you should use print, where it's effective. I think it's really, really effective to drive referrals from your core database. Um, That's where I would really point people first or fast. And then obviously you want to add in print doesn't have to be away from digital. Put QR codes. All of our clients, we encourage them, put a QR code on your magazine to drive people to a landing page. Put a unique URL on your tear out card. So one of the ripout cards that's in your magazine that can be branded with your product. So you can track, can you drive traffic to a product or to a service from your magazine? Know that what you're truly going for is is branding, emotional impact, all those things. But there's no reason you shouldn't combine it together. And then if somebody hits that URL, someone goes to that QR code to that landing page, put a pixel on them, right? In marketing, that's so I can track you. Put a pixel on Christoph and then follow him around the web with um, retargeting marketing. So it, it can really be used all together. Very interesting. And certainly I'm interested to find out who is working on the physical experience of the web experience. You know, we'll get there one of these days, maybe not tomorrow. Um, but interestingly, I'm excited to go get my mail as well, despite hardly ever getting anything that I want. Luke, it was great to have you on the show. ReminderMedia.com. Check them out. Really appreciate you making the time and sharing your insights. Thank you so much. It was awesome being here. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win. Hello. 
Hi, are you still there? I have a special offer for you. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. My Going Live book is now available on Amazon.com. And if you're in the United States, I'm happy to send you a signed copy, which you can order at paypal.me forward slash C-T-R-A-P-P-E, C-T-R-A-P-P-E forward slash 12. Thanks for your interest. If you're not in the United States, I can't send you a signed copy, but of course you can order on Amazon.com.